Welcome into another bonus edition of Boys and Ladder Podcast. I'm your I'm your host, Ashay Sanchez. Stumbled on my words there. And I'm gonna give you guys my top ten albums of twenty twenty one so far. So we're entering the third quarter. Um here in a little bit of late mid August. Um so we've gotten a lot of albums. We've been teased a lot of albums, a lot of albums that got promised, got pushed back. I don't know if you guys have seen, but the Silk Sonic album got pushed back until 2022. So we're not getting that till like January 2022, I think they said. But there's a lot of albums that I think that they did drop this year, which actually I'm not going to say a lot of albums, three albums And this. And I'm giving them to you guys, put you guys on game. I'm going to let you into my mind. And I just and these are gonna be unfuckwittable albums. No baby, no baby face Ray. These are gonna be unfuckwittable, unfuckwittable albums. Okay. So, I think if Frank Ocean dropped an album, nobody's fucking with him, except for the other three people, except for the other two on this list. So I think if Frank Ocean dropped, he'd be unfuckwittable. Actually four, actually four, because I just thought of one more name. So Rihanna was the other name that came to my mind. It's been a couple years, well, a lot of years since she's dropped. I want to say what since 2016 since she dropped Anti. So it'd be almost like a come to Jesus that she's dropped an album. Everybody's looking forward to R9. Uh, I think if Kendrick dropped, of course, that it'd be one of those you no know, unfuckable albums. And then I think that if Silk Sonic dropped. If Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars dropped, that is be one of those albums that a lot of people can't fuck with, except for the people I named. So it's kind of funny because I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, um, I was on the radio, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, Billie Eilish was definitely one of those people that I thought about. I was like, if she drops this year, like, not a lot of people are going to be able to fuck with her. Like, she drops the album this year, is is done deal. Like, she's going to drop one of the best work of art, maybe the best work of art, because her sophomore album is going to be the one, which I wouldn't even consider her sophomore album, because she's dropped, like, two albums before this, right? If I'm wrong, and you're listening to this, text me. I'm not going to double check. I'm too lazy, but I'm pretty sure she's dropped, like, two albums before this. But, uh... When we, when we fall asleep, where do we all go is the one that I know that was really big that people considered her first quote unquote, quote unquote like commercial album. But, um, this one would be like, I'm like, you know, this is the one that's going to get her over. I see Lizzo dropped a song. So like commercial wise, like I guess Lizzo would be a really good one that I guess a lot of people would want. Not me particularly because I'm not into her music like that, but. I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of people would want a little album, so you could kind of... I mean, I wouldn't say she's unfuckwittable just because she's dropping this. I'm saying these people because I feel like, especially with, like, Bruno and Anderson, the kind of anticipation I'm getting for the Silk Sonic, and, like, I always think about music from a different aspect of, like, if you can draw a crowd of, like, older people and newer people, or, like, newer generation, older generation into, like, uh, like one in that song or one in that album... It's kind of like your best. Like Don Tolliver, he gets a older crowd because of like the way he's his voices and the way he samples and shit like that. And like a newer crowd because he's part of the newer generation. He's part of Cactus Jack. He's under Travis. So like a lot of older and junior, like older and newer generation, you know, people like him. So you know that 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 
leave the door open was just one of the ones that just it's one of the probably one of and like i'm gonna go through my top 10 albums but i'm telling you this if i had to do a top 10 songs i probably might do one i might do it i might have to do it because if i had to do a top 10 songs a lot of the people and a lot of these albums wouldn't even be on there i'm being real with you like now that i'm thinking about it a lot of the people i listed on these albums would not even be on there. Top 10 songs. And these are my favorite albums. When I do songs, it's my personal. I do not need you guys slandering me, beating me up in my comment section, talking about, bro, you do not know music. Shut the fuck up. Like, bro, I don't need none of the negativity, okay? These are just albums that I've been bumping, that I've consistently seen, that I personally have liked. So I've just gone off the bias of mine. Yes, this is bias based. These are albums that I've liked. If you want to go listen to them, go listen to them. If you already listened to them, you've listened to them. If you're a friend of mine, then I've already played it out for you. So let's uh let's jump into it. I'm probably going to switch some stuff mid because a lot of stuff is just coming to my head that I've already forgot. But yeah let's uh let's jump into it i want to say shout out to kids take over for shouting out the the podcast and showing love to us shout out to all like the little podcasts out there trying to come up it is a struggle but we're out here shout out to um spotify and apple for you know helping us out placing all of our stuff out there and shout out to the one and only goat anchor for distributing all of our stuff out there like owen said in the beginning of the show if you guys want to start a podcast anchor is the way to go one click of a button and you're distributed everywhere where podcasts are listening to i love you guys i appreciate you guys without you guys we are nothing without the fans we're nothing i don't even want to say fans because we're not even big like that but without the supporters we're nothing man if you made it this far and you can hear me say this if you just heard me say that if you just heard me say this (laughs) If you heard me say any of this, uh, I appreciate you, man, because, you know, a lot of people give up on podcasts. And I'm sorry. I was one of those people. But now podcasts are just a daily thing, bro. I wait till every Friday to listen to the new Rory and Maul. I wait till Sundays to hear the new million dollars worth of game. I wait till every Thursdays and Wednesdays to hear brilliant idiots. Like podcasts have just become a way of life for me. So um, if you guys have noticed I'm not posting on social media right now. I'm in a, a new found journey to lose weight. So uh, shout out to me on getting on that journey. I'm not posting on any of my socials except for my private story on Snapchat until I, I lose a certain amount of weight that I wanted for myself. We got to get this just grind going. Got to get this body back for the radio scene and just for my image but i love you guys and i appreciate all the support so let's get into these albums enough of me rambling um let's go honorable mentions worse so there's a lot of albums that i have in my honorable mentions that is it's crazy so the first album that i have is the alpha jerk which is key and told me seltzer it was a big, big album that I really fucked with when I first got in to 2021. Um, I want to say it was like earlier this year, too. If I'm not mistaken, it was earlier this year it came out. And like, bro, I kind of like re-came back on, on key and like all the 7-7 seven, seven albums. So I was listening to like Love on Ice with uh with Black and the Kelly Price Freestyle, Toronto. Like I was all up on that. And then I, I didn't know that he dropped on uh january 1st 2021 
but I've seen a video when I was watching the, the Yam Awards or the Yammies, and um, I was like, damn, like this video is kind of fire. Um, I didn't know Key was dropping new music, so I thought like the video was for like an album that he had coming forward, and it was actually for an album that was out. So, um, not a lot of major people on this album besides Lil Yachty and, and like Sunny Digital, if you know him, but like 440 Rasta and then. This guy named Diesel. I'm not going to try to pronounce the first name. But, yeah. The Alpha Jerk, it came out uh, January 1st. And it has uh, 17 songs. I'm really, really, I'm really, really fucked with that. Like, the first through six songs um, with No Search Key with Lil Yachty is kind of like my favorite run. I'll be listening to that when I go work out. It's a really, really good album. Um, If you're not a big Key fan, if you're not a big fan of, like, experimental rap and kind of like it's not even hyper pop I, I couldn't even consider it hyper pop but if like if you're not expanding of like hype like experimental rap i wouldn't even tell you to listen to it to be real with you bro because key's like his rap is not for everybody bro i can say that like it's cool whenever he first came out because he was more on like the trap scene but as he got into like rap and stuff his shit became more experimental so um that's my first honorable mention. I got a couple. I was gonna do three, but there's so many albums that I'm gonna forget even when I just do these three that I know a lot of people are gonna come at me about, but I don't care. So uh my next one is Big Scar, Big Rim Reaper. I was a big fan of Big Rim Reaper. Um I was actually like that was actually in my top ten. And when I was making my list a couple of minutes ago. It was actually, like, going to be in my top 10. But then I noticed, like, how much music that came out that was, like, it probably wasn't top 10 worthy for me. Um, Same thing with, like, the plugs I met, too, and stuff like that. So, like, I kind of, like, kind of lift them out. But don't, it doesn't take away that it's still, like, a great a great body of work. So, shout out Big Scar. Um, that says a lot for him. Just coming out this year, first mixtape. Uh, I was a really big fan of him whenever he dropped Frozone and so Icy Boys 3. Um, I told people that he was going to have a great one this year. He started off with Ben Grimm Reaper. And, like, that first half of the year was just, it was all so Icy Gang, Gucci, Pooh Shiesty, Big Scar. Like, they took over. Memphis was up big. They had dropped Dumb and Thumber 3. Moneybag Yo was preparing to drop, but he already had a hit in like time today. So Memphis was already taking over at that point. So it was just it was a crazy scene for them in general. But that that Big Grim Reaper got a uh, seventeen songs. It came out March twenty sixth of twenty one twenty twenty one, and it's a really good album, man. I still I I consistently still listen to that. Grim Reaper is probably one of my favorite songs. Uh, Get it in, pop in, and um, some sleepers is like Joe Dirt. I think a lot of people fuck with Joe Dirt, but I really fuck with Joe Dirt and IDL with Enchanting. I think Enchanting is a really good rapper from the jump with Tay Keith, Tay Keith and Big Reaper. I mean, Big Scar on the beat, just just magic, bro. So after that, I got I got Scary Hours too. Okay, now a lot of people will be like, "Oh, that's not an album." I wouldn't even consider it an LP. It's like I mean, EP. It's like three songs. I'm like, all right, it's still an EP, but. That has to be in there. Like, we got one of the biggest songs of the year off that alone. Like, that song with him and Lil Baby was probably one of the biggest songs of the year, if not the biggest song of the year. Um, everybody from TikTok to life 
rap that little baby verse every time they come on, whether it gets owed to you or not. You rap that little baby verse. Don't even sit here and try and lie in my face. That little baby verse is hard. So Scary Hours 2 came out March 5th, 2021, a couple days after my birthday. Um, what's next? What's in once in needs with little baby? Lemon pepper freestyle with Rick Ross. That that once in needs is too just it's just Oh, it's hard. I give her four point like, like for a startup like sins. I got sins on my mind. Ends. Got a lot of ends on my mind. Like that that hook is just catchy, bro. Shit's crazy. Um Moon Pepper Freestyle is probably one of the most underappreciated songs of the year. That shit is just a work of art. That song is just Drake and Ross don't miss. They just don't miss. Like them niggas together is just a hit making like tag team duo. Uh, that are Hardy Boys. Fuck it. Um, well, what's next is really good. I really actually fuck what's next. Uh, it's a really, really, really good album. I mean, really good song. Um, I didn't like it at first. I kind of like Lemon Pepper Freestyle and Once It Needs, but it grew on me as time went on. But I was prepared for if you guys didn't say that I had an album ready. So Dumber Dumber Two with Dolph and Key Glock. Um, is also on my honorable mentions. Really, really good album. Um. I fuck with that album heavy, well, especially when it first came out, just because, like, I can already see that Dolph was getting ready to drop new music. I fuck with the Beavis and Butthead, like, theme of the album cover. It came out February 27th, 2021. Um, Penguins is one of my favorite songs in Glock We Trust. Cheat Code was my favorite, favorite song when it first came out. Case Closed was, like, a great way to open the album and, like, a first, like, single. And Sleeping with the Roaches. Sleeping with the Roaches actually has to be my favorite song. That and, ooh, Aspen Aspire, fucking A Goat and a Dolphin. Like, that shit is hard. I'm not even going to cap. That shit is hard as fuck. Um, Next on the list, I got Michigan Boy Boat, Lil Yachty. That is actually, it was actually in my top ten. But I had to push it out. And it's, I'm sad to say that I had to push it out. Because that was actually like a really, 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 really good album that I fucked with. Um, people are going to be shocked. Because I am a big little Yachty fan. But like, I'm not going to see and be biased. Like, if it's not in my top 10, it's just not in my top 10. I had to be real. Rich Off Pints, I Swear Vezos. Now, I had this in my top 10. And then the album came up. And I was like, oh, I cannot, no, I have this in my top 10. So I fucked over and I had to take it out of my top 10. But that shit is so fire, bro. I had that in my top 10 for like, it's been in my daily rotation, bro. Like that shit is so hard, bro. I swear Vezos, when he tries Richard Fights, that shit's going to be hard. Like this, this Richard, this Richard Fights one is just fucking, it's a classic, bro. This shit's hard as fuck. I mean, that Detroit rap scene, if you don't listen to them, they're not even Detroit flip map scene. Like, them niggas is hard, bro. You got to tap in. Um, Gangster's Pain with Moneybag Yo, great album. It didn't make it. It was in my top 10. Another album came up, so I had to crack it out. But, oh, man, like, top, it's only 10? Like, that was hard for me. Um, but the Gangster's Pain is really good. You guys worked the fuck out of Waukesha. It was never meant to be a TikTok song. You guys fucked that up. Exactly. One of the, uh, uh, actually, I'm waiting till we get there. But, yeah, I gotta stop with these TikToks, but y'all be messing up songs for me. And Waukesha was a great song. The intro with Wayne Fire. Uh, what's the song? I forget the song that he had with, uh, 
Pharrell on there, bro. Banger. Love that song. It was an absolutely top tier song. Well, let me go look for it real quick. Um, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Was it? That song with Pharrell. Certified Neptunes. Banger. Change the subject was actually no projects was produced by uh, Neptunes. Fucking banger. Uh, clear the air. Fucking banger. Um, I sound white as hell. Go, Money Back Yo, and Big 30. Fucking banger. That this album is actually good as hell, but it didn't cop my top 10, guys. I'm sorry. Um, there's another album that I have that's actually in my top 10 right now, and I'm gonna have to probably take it out here soon. <sighs> Fuck. Okay, actually, my top 10 is kind of secured. I can't even move any more albums. So, shout out Culture 3, bro. So, Culture 3 is probably one of the best albums to come out this year. Is it top 10 worthy? Yes. Should it be in my top 10? Yes. But I don't have space. And I really don't feel like taking anything out of my albums. Like, in my top 10 to take it out and put it in there. Just because I'm lazy. And I think my top 10 is really good. So, shout out Culture 3. One of the best albums that came out this year. I'm sorry I'm not putting it in my top three. Owen's probably going to kill me if he ever listens to this, but he probably wouldn't make it this far. But Culture 3 is just not top 10 to me. Um, but if you have it in your top 10, I'm not going to disagree with you, okay? There's not a lot of R&B that came out this year that I'm like, damn, that should have that like made my top 10. But there is another album that I have to take out that I'm looking out. Table of Two. Table for Two, Lucky Day, was at number six on my list. I'm taking it out now because I just thought about an album that I should have put in there, and it's actually worthy than that. But Lucky for Day, Lucky Day, Table for Two is actually one of the best albums that came out this year. I'm so sad I got to take it out because, bro, that album is actually really amazing. If you don't listen to R&B or Lucky Day, he's, like, really good. He's a vibe setter, bro. Like, if you were your girl and you guys are just driving in the car, play some Lucky Day. Actually, Table at Table 2 because he dropped it, I think, the day before, the day after, or the day of Valentine's Day. It's a vibe, bro, for real. Um, But let's get into it. So, number 10, I got six tapes to Blast and Bino Rexide. Um, I became a big, big, like, Blast fan last year. I think I went to Cali during the pandemic. Don't do that. But I went to Cali during the pandemic to go see one of my buddies, and I found him when I was there. And he's, like, one of the best artists, actually. He had a top three album to me last year with No Love Lost. Um, But I never listened. Okay, so I never really listened to Six Tapes 1. I was supposed to. I don't know why I never did, but I never listened to Six Tapes 1. But I heard that it was such a classic that I was like, okay, I got to check it out. But I was so stuck on No Love Lost and No Love Lost, like the deluxe. That was like, I never would probably check it out, but I fuck with it. So I think Bino came on one of the songs on the deluxe, if I'm not wrong. But um, yeah, so I've heard, I listened to Six Tapes 2. It's probably one of my favorite songs. So, I mean, one of my favorite albums that came out here. Might Do Well, Program. Program is a fucking vibe, bro. That shit is so good. Um, Love that album. Came out July 16th. 
what a perfect way to, you know, start the summer off. Or well, not even start summer. Summer was in full effect, but, you know, cap summer off and get one of those albums like that. Unfuckwittable, Babyface Ray came out in February. That's uh, my number nine album. I really, really fuck with that album. Um, Babyface Ray is actually um, one of my favorite Flint rappers, if not my favorite Flint rapper. Um, I just think the bro is good. The Deluxe is really good. Gallery Department Forever, Addy, Touchdown with PZ and Murder Beats, Change My Number. I mean, I'm in Cash Race and uh, Paperwork Party with Jack Harlow. Now, listen, I listened to Paperwork Party with Jack Harlow, and at first, I was like, damn, that shit is like low-key ass like jack carlo kind of fucked it up because like that was actually my favorite song from him when i first heard of him um and then i was like damn jack carlo kind of fucked that song up i kind of would not have put jack carlo on the song um now i love it i think jack carlo did this i just think his thing so shout out to jack carlo that album came out um well the original came out on February 12th, 2021, and then the Deluxe came out on May 14th, 2021. So, shout out to Babyface Ray for making my top 10. It was actually kind of hard because I wanted to take him out for some albums, but I didn't. So, shout out to him. Number eight probably is no surprise to some of the people that you know that watch my Twitter, but it's a KO by SSG Kobe. Um, I came across this album this summer. And it's honestly, like, it's really a vibe, bro. It's actually kind of like a sleeper album, too. Like, it's like one of those albums that's like, if you don't, like, go out of your way to, like, listen to other people's music and stuff like that, you probably wouldn't know about it unless you just, like, stumbled across it, basically. Like, I explore all types of music and go on, like, different type of playlists and, like, I consistently try and find new artists, so I found it, but, like, it's kind of like one of those albums that, like, if you just, like, you know, do, like, Infinity Shuffle on your phone or, like, listen to, like, somebody like Sofago or, like, hyper-pop people like, like, Ken Carson and stuff, it might, you might stumble across it, but, like, it's a really sleeper album, and, I'm, and I wouldn't be shocked if people got mad at me for having it in my top 10, but I don't give a fuck what y'all think. So, KOSG Kobe came out this year. It actually came out, like, the... Like, second quarter of this year, it, April 23rd, 2021, and I came across it. I want to say it was, like, May I came across it. And I was like, dang, like, this album's really good. It's uh, it's actually a really quick listen if you want to listen. It's, like, 14 minutes, seven songs. Uh, First one is listening before you indulge. And it kind of, like, uh, like, my little brother would probably, like, say I'm wrong. But, like, it, to me, it gives me, like, a... Uh, XX Tentacion type of vibe, like it's kind of like that, but like the songs, like from Capsules down, is it's a fun listen. Like it's honestly like a really good album, and I think SS is like either seventeen or eighteen, but I know he's really young. But that album is really good, bro. Then he dropped another banger with MIA, which is a single. So like if you're really trying to get into like SSG Kobe, now's the time just because like he only has one album out. He has a couple songs. If you guys know him probably from like if you're big on TikTok, he has that song that's uh Thrax that I wanna Thrax. Yeah, like that's his song. So um I didn't even know that was him until I looked him up one day and I was listening to uh I think it was what song was I listening to from him? I think it was actually uh, "What You Doing?" question mark. And then 
I kind of like went off from there and I was like, oh, this dude makes music. So he just dropped his first program. He's his first album this year. Then he dropped the MIA, which is uh, July 16th. And then I had got more into him. And I'm really big on people like, once I find an artist I like, I'll go up my way to listen to like their interviews and like whether it's an hour long and stuff, just to learn about him. And he, I was around the same time I had just got into Sofago, so I had just like tapped into his music and I guess Sofago and SSG Kobe were supposed to make a collab album, but they just never got it done. So SSG Kobe's really good, y'all. If y'all don't like, if you like hyper pop and that type of sound and stuff like that, definitely type in SSG Kobe. So number seven. It's probably going to make a lot of people mad. It's going to piss some people off that I have at this level. But I don't care what you guys think. This is my list. Um, I have The House is Burning by Isaiah Rashad. Really, really, really good album. Um, a lot of albums that I think. And honestly, I'm still like. That album it still has potential to grow up on my album list. So, you know, give it time. I'm going to do another one of these at the end of the year. But as for now. That album is going to be right there at the number seven spot. It's a good album. Trust me. It's a good album. I think he got like the feature of the year from Smino on there. Uh, it gives me like a really good vibe. And it's really like a good album to come off of Sun's, uh, the Suns album that he dropped. Um, the demo one. It was really a favorite one of mine off in 2014. Um, I wasn't really the biggest of Isaiah Rashad's fans whenever he first dropped. I heard his cypher off of uh, XXL, and I was like, damn, I need to listen to him. And I always was like, you know, and I'm not really, I'm not really, um, like, one of those people that was, like, dick riding. If I have never really fucked with a person like that, I'm going to tell you like that. As much as, like, a hip-hop historian or, like, a hip-hop head y'all try to give me, like, I do make mistakes. I'm human, but... Um, Isaiah Rashad was one of those people I've always tried to get into, but I've never made the time to because I'm always trying to stay up on the current and new music. So it was like he hadn't dropped the album since 2016. So I really didn't pay him no mind until this album. So I think right before the album cop, two weeks before I listened to all his music, and then I was like, okay, I see what the hype's about. And I had finally heard the song Lay With It with Duke Deuce, and I was like, okay, 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 like, I'm fucking with it, and then I got into Headshots, Headshots is actually one of my favorite songs this year, like, I really like that song, um, but Claymore is fucking amazing, Chad with, uh, YG Tut, Samari put me on YG Tut, so I'm a really big fan of him, I'm really fucking with Chad, that album is a really great album, and honestly, it should be higher on my list, but there's just a bunch of albums that I have that I think are just better and that I personally listen to more, but it is a great album. Um, and yeah, um, number six on my albums. Okay. So at number six on my album, it was table for two with lucky day. Like I said, I had to change it cause you know, quick audible in the middle of this, but, uh, now it is Georgia Smith, uh, be right back. Quick EP, eight songs, 26 minutes came on March 10th. Really, really, really good album. Um, I love that album, bro. With uh, Bust Down, Shabu, uh, Burn, Digging, Weekend, Addicted. Honestly, I can't really say I have a big, a favorite song on the album. It's such a quick listen, but it's such a good listen. Like, you listen to the album, and it's like, damn, like, she did her thing on this. So, shout out to Georgia Smith. Um, 
I advise you, if you really love music, if you love R&B, to tap into that album. It's a really, really good album. It honestly should be up for album, or it should be up for a Grammy this year, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Grammy tried to snipe her, but that is a really good album. So, at the sixth spot, like I said, I got Be Right Back, Georgia Smith, replacing Table for Two for Lucky Day. Now into the top five. Quick listen. Um, I don't think, I think... I, I've listed a lot of albums that a lot of people didn't expect me to. So now the top five could be a disarray for you. And it's like, bro, I did not expect you to have this in your top five. Or it could be like, I definitely expected you to have this in your top five. A lot of you probably already know what my number one is. So it's not going to be no shocker. But I think five, four, three, two, unless you're like a really close friend to me or you like watch my Twitter heavy, it's going to be a shocker. So um, number five. Never thought I'd say this in a day of my life or have him at least higher than like a six. But yeah, my number five is T-Lop, five, Pierre Bourne, the life of Pierre Bourne, uh, five. Um, I guess it's just, I went to go see him in concert and I feel like with anything that I see in concert, I start to be, I start to fuck with the album more. I came a fan of him when I first listened to the Pierre, um, the life of Pierre four and then I got into the Deluxe, so Forel, JP, Fortune Cookie, like, I started listening to those. Romeo Must Die, like, a bunch of those songs I started to fuck with heavy rotation. I heard Groceries whenever he dropped that this year. And I was like, damn, this album might be kind of good. And I had that, I promise you, I want to say that Groceries came out in, like, May. And, like, for the whole month of May, I was stuck on that song. Then June came around, and I started to be at the life of Pier 5, and then switching lanes, like, with him talking to his grandma, then going into the Cardi, Hulu, Couch, Biology 101, which probably is one of my favorite songs on the album, Biology 101, Drunken Nasty, and Butterfly are my favorite songs, but that whole album is a really great album. There's some misses on there just because, like, I always tell people, I feel like B Pierre is better off as, like, a producer who makes, like, reference tracks for people. I feel like a lot of these songs, if you made other artists rap it or sing on there, then um, it'd be better that way as a reference track. But, like, honestly, it's still a great album to me. I, I love the production, of course, is Pierre. Um, Drunken Nasty should not be a TikTok song. That's what I wanted to say earlier. Um, you guys fucked it up. It is one of my favorite songs. It probably is my favorite song out the album. Can't even listen to it no more. Like, I don't know why the fuck y'all made that a TikTok song. Like, that shit just pissed me off. I almost contemplated not getting on TikTok again just because I became a TikTok song. Drunken Nasty was not made for TikTok. Drunken Nasty was made for real music listeners to listen whenever they love and wanted to listen to some Pierre. Y'all fucked it up. Shout out to Groceries, Amen, Butterfly, and For You. That's a great stretch at the bottom. Love that album. Quick listen. It's an hour long. Um, June 11th, 2021 is when it came out. Um, shout out Pierre, bro. I went to see him in concert uh, just a couple weeks back in Atlanta. Really good concert guy. Um, he kind of goes through his set because he tried to knock out the whole Pierre 4 album. So I think he did like the hit songs on there, like with the songs that people wanted. The whole album of The Life of Pierre 5. And then, you know, he just went back and he left. But it was a really good concert. So shout out him. Now to the top four. Number four probably comes to no surprise. Um, I don't, I didn't think that he should have dropped as early as he did, but he did. So, I mean, who am I? 
the offseason J. Cole. Um, 12 songs, 30, 39 minutes long. Um, another quick listen. Um, I know I said the life of Pierre is like a quick listen because it's an hour, but like if you actually listen to the album and just sit there and listen, it's a quick listen, I'm telling you. Um, but yeah, this one's a quick listen, 12 songs, 39 minutes. Um, my favorite song on there was Amari. Then I kind of got off and like, I think the back to back on applying pressure and punching the clock is my favorite. I really do like a hundred mil too and let go of my hand with black and boss. But that album intro with uh Cameron and shit, really great album. Um, I'm always going to be a J Cole fan. I'm not a fan of J Cole dropping as early as he did. I feel like right now with the climate and the way that shit's going, like he could have dropped you know, in August and been good or job later on this year and been good. But like now we're just in the constant bottle of like seeing when Kanye is going to drop, seeing when certified lover boy is going to drop, seeing when who's coming up, like who's the next hitter. We still haven't heard more from SZA and seeing if she's going to drop. So there's like a bunch of people that were waiting on that J. Cole could ride it out and then dropped like a couple more singles and finally dropped the album or made a couple more tweaks. Now that I'm saying that the album needed tweaks, but like holding your album until like this part of the year, the ending of the second quarter going into the third quarter is the best time to drop music. Because now, you know, usually Grammy deadlines are like October-ish late september ish whenever they do it and then like just for like remembering like what albums drop because usually people who drop early so if you drop anywhere from march up people tend to forget unless it's like a really a song of the year or if you're like a drake or like if you have a statue and yeah j cole has a statue i know people are like oh it's such a j cole has a statue. No. like j cole fucked himself dropping that early because i do not know a lot of people who listen to the album to this day that much you know what i'm saying so i feel for him i really do not think that he should have dropped this early but you know that's j cole i can't i can't I can't say nothing. You J. Cole fans are a different breed, so I'm not going to let y'all snap nose. Snap off of me. Into the top three we go. So, top three, I got at three, Vince Staples. Had to go put Vince Staples in. I forgot what album was actually at the three spot that I had to switch out. There was one that I had to switch out. I forget. But, no, actually, yeah. I think J. Cole was the three spot, and I had to push him down one for Vince Staples. But that Vince Staples album, okay. So, shout out to Jake. Um, Jake, if he's listening to this. Jake actually was like the first person to listen to it. I don't think that, I don't know what I was doing, but I didn't listen to the album yet. And I was still stuck on Call Me If You Get Lost. So, I was like, damn, like that Call Me If You Get Lost album is really good. I don't know how anybody can listen to anything else. Then Samari started listening to it and he was really talking about it. So I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm telling you, I was stuck on Call Me If You Get Lost. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? How you guys like, like, I understand Vince Staples good. He hasn't dropped in a while. I think the last time Vince Staples, like, actually dropped a project was, like, in 2018. And then he went on, like, that Hellbound ad one, Sheet Music. And then So What? He was dropping, like, a bunch of singles. And then he stopped. So then Vince Staples dropped. And then... I was like, oh, I mean, like, I want to listen to it, but I'm stuck on Call Me If You Get Lost. But it was whatever. It dropped in July 9th. So, I want to say it dropped a couple weeks after Call Me If You Get Lost. But, yeah, it, it was after. And I was like, how could y'all listen to anything else? Like, this fucking, this shit is good. But, 
Um, it's a quick listen. It's actually 10 songs, 22 minutes. Really, really good album, bro. Like, it's such a good album that I have in my top three. How about that? Um, if you're not a Vince Staples fan, I'm telling you, go listen to this album. Give it a chance. And it's it's really good, bro. Are you with that? Law of Avengers. My favorite songs is um, Take Me Home and Low Fade. Those two are really good. Uh, that back-to-back is really good. Um, but the Lakewood Mall skit, the Apple and the Tree skit, um, those shits are just fire. Um, Sundown Town, like, the album is just really, really good, bro. And it has the Sony, it has the Dolby uh, Atmos on it, so that gives it a little bit more crack to your listen. But I really, really fuck with that album, bro. I became a fan of uh, Vince Staples through Big Fish Fury. So I was late to him. Um, but he's really, really good artist, man. I, and it was funny because I was watching um, the Tyler, the Creator um, interview with Ebro in the morning. And he was talking about uh, Vince Staples. He was like, I can't be friends with Vince because he's just so fucking smart. Like... As whenever they had a little falling out at first, he was like, that motherfucker is just smart as fuck. Like, I just can't be friends with him because he's such a smart ass. And I was, this and I was like, bro, I, could, I guess I can see because he's a jokester too. But he was like, the thing about Vince is he's gotten so good at music that every album he progresses. Like, every album just gets better with every listen. So, you know. I can't disagree. I feel like from Bish Victories to FM was really good. The concept of FM was really fire. Like the whole like radio, like brand new Tiger, brand new sweatshirt, brand new Earl sweatshirt. Like that shit was hard to Vince Sables where it's like 22 22 minutes, quick listen. Uh, You got Kenny Beats on production. And it's like, damn, like this album is like really good, really fire, like really crisp, really clean. And he dropped the he dropped the tiny desk too. So like he was like the top of the mountains and like L.A. just like rapping over the beats and like the, the band in the background. And man, that album is really really good. So shout out to him. Um, I'm gonna take a quick break. We'll hit good a sip of water. One moment for your boy. So getting into my top two favorite albums. My top two favorite albums is going to be, no pun intended, I didn't even mean it to go to this, but it's King Disease 2, Nas. Um, it, it would be my one, but my number one is just still undefeatable for me. Um, but King Disease 2 came out a couple weeks ago, and a lot of people were talking about it. And I tweet, I tweet Twitter, like, as my news page, just because, like, I follow a lot of, like, higher-ups in music and, like, a lot of producers and a lot of, like, me, like music analysts and, like, commentators and people with podcasts and, like, a lot of people that I respect their, like, um, their opinion on music. Um, so I just was like, all right. Like, they were talking about it. They were like, oh, one of the best albums that came out this year. Da, 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 da. It was crazy because it was the same. It was like a week or the same week or the week after that uh, Isaiah Rashad had dropped. So I was like, oh, my goodness. Da, 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 da. And I'm a really big Nas fan. I was a really big fan of uh, King Disease 1. So I was like. Oh, uh, like, there's no way he topped it. Well, I went to go listen to it, and the first song I heard was Pressure. Uh, the Pressure, and it had the the, the Don Tolliver uh, background vocals and stuff, and 
pressure. Like, I was like, damn, like, shit kind of good. And uh, I could tell he loves Don because he always has him on the album at least one time. So he, he had, you know, him on there. Great intro. Off the rip, I love the intro. And if the intro grabs me, if the intro grabs me, I'm going to be real with you. If the intro grabs me, I'm, I'm listening to it the whole way through. I'm probably going to force myself to listen to it. Even just as a music lover, to force myself, but the intro makes the ride a little bit more easier to listen to your album. So if you have a great intro, shout out to you. Um, I'm always been a big friend of Drake just because I feel like his intros are just unbeatable. Um, so pressure. Then you get into Death Row East, and he kind of tells the story between like him and Pac, and like him mean he was going to L.A. to like you know what I mean Las Vegas to like squash the beef with Pac and like. Uh, the East Coast, West Coast thing, and then like the ending clip where it was talking about like the 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 concert, like um, Nas stopped his concert to talk about Pac dying and stuff. Like that shit was deep, man. That shit was real deep. Um, EPMD two with Eminem. I think fucking Eminem ripped it. I'm not even the biggest Eminem fan, but he ripped his shit. Uh, story, story run is really good. Nobody but Miss Lauren Hill. She fucking ripped her shit. She talked about, like, taking a break and not being on her P's and Q's and just, like, people trying to put her, like, second place and not saying she's not one of the best rappers and shit. Like, that shit is really fucking good. Uh, No Phony Love with Charlie Wilson. People gotta start giving this man Charlie Wilson, Charlie Wilson credit, bro. Like, he's a top-tier feature. Top-tier feature. He's Sonny, he's fucking Ty Dolla Sign's dad. He's Ty Dolla Sign before Ty Dolla Sign. Like, well, fucking Charlie Wilson is that nigga. Um, Blast, Hip Boy. Hip Boy's all over the producer. But my uh, my Bible, Nas is good. Came out August 6th, 15 songs, 52 minutes. Of course, it's another, like, big, big sponsor by Master Pill. But that shit is really good. Honestly, wouldn't be shocked if he got in for an album of the year or an like, well, rap album of the year Grammy again. It shouldn't have beat... It shouldn't have beat Alfredo. Freddie Gibb definitely had the best record. But, I mean, like I said, the Grammys is kind of one of those things where, like, either you you had the best album of the year to them or it was just a lot of hype behind your album or it's like you've been doing so good, you had a good run, and you had a good album, and people thought that you were done, but you're not done, so we're just going to credit you for your success now, even though we should have been crediting you for your success, like, fucking a decade ago but it's whatever he got to do he got the grammy i wouldn't be shocked if he got another grammy for this album it is really good so shout out to him for coming back to back on that and that saga um and then if you don't know now you know call me if you get lost is my number one album of 2021 that i enjoyed um from Sir Baudelaire to Corso, Lemonhead, What's Your Name, Lumberjack, Hot Wind Blows, Massa, Run It Up, Manifesto, Sweet Thought, Sweet, I Thought You Wanted to Dance, Mama's Talk, Rise, Blessed, Juggernaut, Wilshire, Sapphire, I mean Safari, like you go on, 53 minutes of fucking greatness, 16 songs, came out June 25th, 2021, it's an amazing album. I mean, I can't I can't argue with you. I'm not going to argue with you. How about that? It's a great fucking album, bro. 
uh, one of the best albums to come out this year, if not to me, the best album to ever come out this year. Um, is it better than J. Cole? Yeah, obviously. Is it better than Nas album? Yeah. Uh, is it better than Vince Staples? Yeah. Um, is it better than a lot of albums that came out this year? It's a complete album, too. A lot of people don't understand, like, if you're really into rap and if you really take time to listen to rap music, the time, like, he cares and, like, having DJ drama and having somebody like Tyler, the creator, on a DJ drama gangster girls album. Like their two worlds clashing. Made it even better. Um I feel like that album is just amazing. I feel like the Wayne feature on Hot Wing Blows is one of the best features of the year, if not the best feature behind the Smino on Claymore and Not the House is Burning. Um What's Your Name with Young Boy. You guys love that. Uh I think Ty Dollar did really good. Lemonhead with 42 Doug. And it was kind of weird because I was like, Young Boy and 42 Doug. Like that's gonna be really weird to hear on a Tyler the Creator album. But I never doubted him just because I always know that Tyler brings people into his world and he's really good at bringing people into his world and like making their role noticeable. Like, hey, like I want you to do this on my album. Don't try too hard. Don't try too less. Like Give it the right amount of time, and I promise you, we're going to make the best product for the people. And it was really cool, like, Corso, Sir Baudelaire, and Damo Genesis. And, like, before the album came out, I said Tizo Tessin was going to, like, ruin the album. He made the best. He probably had one of the best features on the album with Wayne. Um, Tizo Touchdown, Run It Up. One of the most, like, it's almost like an inspirational song. Like, that song is so good. Like, it's like you listen to it. You're, like, wishing your time. Like, I listen to that song when I go on a run now. I'm, like, I'm about to hit some incline or something. I'm finna listen to that song. Trying to get to the top of the hill. Get my gold medal. Like, fucking album's amazing. Juggernaut um, was fucking Lil Uzi and Pharrell. Like, in the beat switches that he had. Like, the beginning of Juggernaut. I just took some fresh lemons, where the sugar, diamonds on my neck, diamonds on my ear, call them boogers. Dun, 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 dun. What it is, it's that nigga Teak, running, sculling in, riding in. Dun, dun. Like, that album is fucking fire. Wilshire, fucking a heartbreak. Like, you can hear that nigga's soul. Brought Damo Genesis back on the album. Sweet, I Thought You Could Dance. Has to be one of the best songs that came out of the year. One of the best songs that came out this year. One of the most complete songs that came out this year. And like that's that song in general to me has to be one of the best songs. It's the top five Tyler Creator song ever. That ass. Mama Talk, you know, gives me back feelings of my mama back in Georgia. Safari is a really good way to end the album. Sir Bertolo was a great intro. Sir Bertolo was actually one of the best intros this year. Like the Sun Beamer, dun, 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 dun. and then Michael Irvin, uh, West Side Gun sample, uh, and he just started talking his shit like, like I don't know, like it's just hey, I could get I could talk about that album for hours and hours and hours, but that is definitely the best album of this year to me. These are my top ten and my honorable mentions. Um, I appreciate you guys listening to this uh, for me for real, for real. It means a lot. Um, if you're not already, uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Subscribe to us on uh, YouTube here soon and TikTok. We're going to make other content. Um, subscribe to us on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Music. Turn our notifications on so you guys get our notifications. If you go to Anchor, you can donate to the show to help us out. Give you guys more content, buy more stuff, and just, you know, 
push on. If you don't, I'm not going to be mad at you. If you do, I love you even more. I still love you if you don't, but your listen is worth everything to us. Um, Shouts out to sponsorships. If you want to sponsor the show, I'm all for you sponsoring the show. Um, We can allow sponsors now. We've gotten to that point of uh, superiorness. So um, I appreciate everybody who listens to the show. Like I said, Uh, I know Owen and Tamara say it, but we really are nothing without you guys. And I really, 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 really appreciate you guys. I'm trying to get more content out when me talking. Owen's been taking over, but as of the last week, your boy Shays came back on top with the Donda experience and everything. So I really, really appreciate you guys. You guys listen to this. This is my top 10 albums of the year so far. I'll come back and do another one when everybody wants to drop and we'll see what has dropped and what hasn't dropped at this point. We'll look back in this and I'll probably laugh and be like, oh, you're a dumbass for making that decision. But, um, as of now, these are my top 10. I'm sticking through and through with it. If you want to argue with me, my DMs are open. I didn't uninstall my apps. They're just there. I'm not really messing with them. But um, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I hope you guys have a great, great day.